Pudding People to another episode of Everybody Loves Pudding, Ken's Movie Review. I am your host, not Ken, and this week we have a review of a movie that you're not going to find in theaters. At least I don't think you're going to find it in theaters, but you will find it on a particular streaming service. I am talking about, of course, a relatively new movie, Six Underground. Now, I found this movie on Netflix. I think it is a Netflix-exclusive movie. Once again, maybe I'm wrong and I don't pay attention to enough things, but uh, that's where I do believe you're going to be finding this movie for here on out. Now, as always, we'll start with a little bit of a intro type of base overline review. No spoilers. And then we'll dig into some of the components, right? We'll, we'll dig into the cast, the plot, the director, locations, costume and props, the production, cinematography, that type of stuff. So those will add up to a potential of 100 points. We'll grade it basically on a scale, A, B, C, D, E, F, and G. Um, okay, so first of all, non-spoilery kind of entry-level thing. So it's a action movie. It's got um, blood splatters and car chases and people that are work well together and it's got Ryan Reynolds at the end. Um, if you got some time to watch it on Netflix and you're already paying for Netflix, uh, sure, maybe waste some time on it. If you are like, well, I really want to see this movie. Find some friend who's got Netflix and maybe go watch it. Maybe. This isn't a destination movie. It's It really isn't. It's just a movie that's available on that streaming platform along with hundreds of other movies. So don't go out of your way to get this movie. Uh, that's kind of what I would... That's kind of how I would approach it. Is the movie bad? No. Um, is the movie great? No. Um, is the movie okay? Maybe. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of a <laughs> real bad base overview of this particular movie. Uh, okay, so let's kind of dig into this review a little bit more. Um, I'm going to start with an odd one. Normally we'll start with cast or maybe we'll go with production, that type of stuff. Um, I'm going to start with the director on this particular one. Now, the reason I want to start with the director is... When you watch this movie, and when I was watching this movie, it was five minutes into this movie, and I didn't, I didn't pay attention to this movie. I didn't look at the details of this movie. So I'm five minutes into this movie, and I'm like, is this a Michael Bay movie? Like, did he produce it? Did he direct it? Because this is a Michael Bay movie. And you know what I'm talking about. Like, cheesy panning of the camera, bad explosions, uh, overdone explosions, the coloring, the color palette is like... Uh, it's got this weird look to it. it. It looks like a Michael Bay movie. Just look at every Transformers movie. Um, yeah, it's it's a Michael Bay movie, and he makes movies that make money, but he doesn't make good movies. So that's no different here. This is the same thing: explosions, car chases, bad explosions, like too many sparks flying in the explosions. Weird camera angles, weird coloration, uh, 
the oh there's a there's a group and the group is walking slowly and you can see all six of them walking towards the camera it's it's the same cheesy stuff that you get in all his movies that are just really annoying and frustrating to watch so in in terms of the direction for this movie uh, because Michael Bay is Michael Bay and he's annoying to watch and the movies could be so much better if it wasn't for the fact that he directed them I'm really gonna have to bash this one and 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 give it an eight uh, eight out of 20 we do 20 for director so it gets a lot of points um, this one gets an eight okay so we're gonna just gonna work our way down the rest of the way I'm gonna go with the cast on this one and I'm just gonna focus on the main characters because you know, for the most part, that's all you really had to focus on throughout the course of the movie. Um, it's a collection of people, and they, according to paperwork, don't exist. And they can go out and do stuff and help bad get rid of bad people or do whatever. Uh, Ryan Reynolds was a billionaire. His character... Um, was a billionaire in this particular movie. And then he just took all his money and now he buys his way into guns and situations and he takes care of bad people. The end. Okay. Um, it's six underground because it's a collective of six people. Um, you'll see in the first couple minutes, one of those, um, one of those original six members dies. So they have to go get another one of those members. So we'll just go down the line. Like I said, Ryan Reynolds is in it. He's the main character. Uh, Melanie Laurent is in it. Um, you might know her from a few things. I, I think Inglorious Bastards is the one that kind of springs to my mind. Uh, Manuel Manuel Garcia Rolfo. Um, he looked really familiar and I couldn't quite place him. Um, uh, but he's been in a few things. Um, the new iteration of the Magnificent Seven, the, uh, Sicario, a couple other TV shows, a few bits and pieces of things. Um, not a lot of things that you would recognize him from, um, Anyway, uh, Ben Hardy is in it. Uh, he's, you know, he's younger. He's been doing a few things here and there. Uh, he, you saw him as Angel in X Men Apocalypse. He was in Bohemian Rhapsody. Obviously, that was a, you know, a pretty decent movie. Um, he played Roger Taylor in that one. So he, he, he's had some popularity here recently. Adria or Jorna, uh, she's been in. A lot of movies recently. Um, she's been she's been getting the money. She's been getting the parts lately. Um, you saw her oh, another Netflix movie, uh, Triple Frontier. She's been in Pacific Rim. She's a voice in Fortnite. Even she was in uh, Emerald City, which I think was a TV show. I don't really know. Uh, she was a true detective. When you see her, you'll recognize her. She's been doing a lot of things in the last couple years. Um, there was also, uh, Dave Franco. He was in there briefly at the beginning. Uh, Corey Hawkins. I didn't recognize him too much, but he's on the scene here recently. He was in Straight Outta Compton. He played Dr. Dre in that one. And then there's a couple other characters that you see, uh, quite a bit of. 
Leor Raz. And I don't really know much of anything that most people recognize him in. But he did a pretty good job in this movie. So, you know, for the most part, this cast, the main cast, they were pretty decent. I, I can't knock the cast a whole lot in this one, but it's not anything that was over the top. Um, Ryan Reynolds was typical Ryan Reynolds. Melanie Laurent, I think she's pretty good in about anything she does. Uh, ben Hardy was really good. I, I really liked him in this movie. Um, actually, Dave Franco wasn't bad either in his short little brief stint that you saw him at. The cast was the cast was good. It definitely was not a weak spot in this movie. So out of the twenty, um, we're gonna give the cast a sixteen. You know, nothing too crazy on that. Um, okay. I want to skip. We're going to do plot last. Location. Honestly, the locations in this movie, they they filmed some some skit, some cityscapes. They they did um uh, gosh, where were they at? Italy. They did uh some abandoned airfield type things. Like there was bits and pieces of locations that they were in and I I felt those those weren't too bad. You got a pretty good view of where they were going, what they were doing, what they were seeing. So if the color wasn't so bad in these Michael Bay movies, it would have been a whole lot better. But the locations weren't, honestly, they weren't that bad. You got a good view of things. You got a good view of the streets. You got a good view of the buildings and the planes. So um, location doesn't get a good amount of points, but we'll give it an 8 out of 10. Okay, the next one, costume and props. Okay, so guns, uh, suits, um, tactical gear, all, all all the stuff made sense to me. All the guns looked fine. Uh, there were these little things that got attached to the the yacht to make it a super magnet. That's a plot thing, which is, it's, it's a, its own, um, you know, the, the vehicles were cool. Um, so all the little integral piece bits and pieces, there wasn't one thing that I, I guess really, uh, distracted or detracted me much from anything to do with what we saw from what they're wearing. And like I said, the guns were fine. All the implements they used were fine um nothing too crazy the blood splatter stuff um some of it was practical a lot of it was effects but anyway a lot of the stuff that you saw the the views of things the vision of things the fake the the location one of the locations was a a fake country so some of the props they had within the fake country was fine um you know i, I can't knock that one too much either so uh, out of 10 points, I'll give that one an 8 as well. Okay, so production value in this. Um, production, cinematography, it's Michael Bay. The cinematography is really distracting because of the colors, because of the cut, the action shots that are cut in weird spots. Um, but the the driving sequence... Uh, the driving sequences were were pretty good. Um, the the kind of the ending sequence on the yacht, <laughs> cheesy, uh, okay. 
Okay, so I, I've got to be honest in this one. There was just a mishmash of things, and it went from a thing they were doing to character development to a thing they were doing, and car chase was fun, over the top, of course, uh, meant, not meant to be anything serious, but the, the car chase was, wasn't too bad, the backstory on the people, and then you saw, like I said, in, in the production value, it's just all the little bad explosions, all the cut shots, it's just so annoying to watch some of these movies to think, like, they could be so much better if it, yeah, anyway. In terms of the production, it gets a lot of value in points, right? It's a 20-pointer. I, I I can't really... Production cinematography, I, I can't... I, I, I gotta kill the movie on that one, too. I already talked about it. Um, out of 20 points, man, I gotta give this thing like a... Like a 10. It's just not... It's so distracting to watch this. And the movie in itself, like I said, is not... I mean, it's it's not bad. It'll draw your attention for two hours. It's just not a it's not a thing to set aside two hours. Like, oh my gosh, let's sit down and watch this movie. It's gonna be so good. Okay, so now we got to go to the plot. The plot usually there's two things. Like the plot will kill it, and not much else will get knocked. Like, but so far, <laughs> what we're seeing with this movie is. It's not getting a lot of great scores. Um, okay, so the idea, like I said early earlier on, is he is a billionaire, and he basically frames or fakes his death so that he can be off the grid. And he co- he recruits other people to do the same thing so that when they're off doing their own stuff, they don't have... They're, they're dead. They're wiped out. Like, there's no history on them. But one of the big flaws in this is they're talking about one of the one of the people in here, uh, Adria's character. She's on video, and they're trying to identify who this person is. Like, well, we can't find her information anywhere. She's dead. Like, okay, so you know exactly who she is, but it says that she's dead. So all that information, all the whole, one of the whole basis things of this is like pretending that that person's dead if it's showing that that's the person they've identified her and they just say that she's dead you know all about her you can dig into the family you can dig up every single bit of everything about her it just shows that she's dead that's it it's a real weak super weak plot point um i get the some like the, there, there's an action sequence where they're uh so the big the big thing is they're, they're doing a, a heist type of thing at the beginning. It doesn't quite go as planned, and then they got to recruit. So then the recruitment thing, and they, sh- they set up all the different characters. They, they say, introduce this person. Introduce, like, the backstory on all these people. And I'll be 100% honest with you, I fell asleep during this portion of the movie. So I missed out on, like, 10 minutes of it, if that gives you any indication on it. Anyway, um, you know, the backstories on some of these things were fine. But then you get to the, uh, I guess, the ending sequence, which was a a good portion of the movie. There's a fake country. There's a dictator there. He's doing bad things. 
Um, he was the reason why Ryan Reynolds got into wanting to fake kill himself and get rid of bad people in the first place. Uh, but he has a brother. Um, the, the dictator has a brother. The brother should be the one in charge because he's not a ruthless dictator. The brothers hold up in a hotel at the top of the hotel, and they've got to go get the brother out so that they can put him in power in the fake country. And there's a big action sequence of them going into this place and trying to get the trying to get the brother out. And there's things in there that's fine and it's it kind of goes back to the production and cinematography a bit. There's glass big glass windows, a, a big pool and the one of the things that they do to get out, it, the sniper person shoots the pool and there's like way more water than what was ever in the pool that rushes through the apartment and flushes all the bad guys away. It's just so it's it's bad. <laughs> it, it really is. And like some of the sequences in in there about them getting in and then getting out, they're just annoying and there's just so loopy plot holes and then they've got to go get the brother back into power so they sneak into the country and they fake being um, inspectors at a power plant or communications plant one of those things it's just so unbelievable and so cheesy it's just the whole thing is just bad (laughs) it's if it was bad, but the action was amazing, it makes up for it. But it's not. If it was the action was good, the the all the all the stuff that they're talking about, you know, if all the the plot points were about, but the action was good and it didn't look so dumb with bad explosions. Hey, cool, like more props. But uh, it's not. That's 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 the thing. So the plot makes sense, but it's just dumb. So in terms of a 20-point score for the plot, um, I've got to give it a a 9. It's just not... I've seen a lot worse plot points in movies, let's put it that way, so it's not the end of the world in this one. But if you watch it, if you want to dedicate two hours worth of time because you got nothing better to do than watch it, you'll understand what I'm saying. Like, it's okay there are worse things. It's just, it seems like the movie was poorly strewn together. It was conceived. And then because it's Michael Bay it was just poorly executed. And I, I put it squarely on his shoulders. So, um, yeah, I'm blame it on him. Okay. If we put the whole thing together and we get a score, uh, we give it a solid 59, which, if I'm not mistaken, is an F. Ugh. If we brought it to a 60, that at least makes it passing. So do I have any bonus points to give for this particular movie that I can bump it up to a D, a strong D minus? Mm, no. We're just going to leave it at a straight 59. Okay, so if you have other thoughts You've had the chance to watch this movie. You want to give some critical feedback. Um, give us a, a shout out. Uh, we'll, we'll post some info on our 
Facebook account, Instagram, those types of things. You know, we're at the Pudding Guys. Uh, Twitter is Real Pudding Guys. As always, you can look us up through Patreon if you're willing to throw down a, a buck a month and help us out, get some better equipment, that type of stuff. That'd be awesome as well. But until next time, watch some movies and enjoy some movies. Maybe not this one, but uh, yeah, enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm.